welcome to the Digital Hive podcast, where we talk about all things digital marketing, from websites to social media, to email marketing, and all of the advertising channels. I'm your host, Emma Peacock. In this week's episode, I'm talking you through cold, medium, and hot audiences on your email list, and how to best market to them differently. If you're listening right now on your phone and you're sharing about listening along on your Instagram stories, make sure you tag us at Honeypot Digital so we can say thanks and give you a share. A cold audience is people who you either haven't sent content to in a while or who haven't opened your emails in a while. A few months is usually a good guide, depending on how much interest these people showed before. You should try to re-engage them and eventually move them off your list so you aren't paying to keep them on. If your audience is cold because you haven't been sending emails, what to do is a little obvious. Start sending out content. I'm talking about creating perfect content for your perfect target market, assuming blindly that those are the people on your list since they're the ones you want. If the people on your list don't like that content, that's okay. They can move along. We want to be talking to your people here, not just everyone who might be sort of in the market for your product or service. If people haven't shown an interest in your content lately, you have a whole range of options. Send them a bunch of content and see how they engage with different topics to see what lights their fire and what makes them finally engage. Give them freebies you've created since they subscribed but haven't received. Or just try to serve them up really helpful content. Use attention-grabbing subject lines to do your best to get people to open the emails. Different ones are going to work for different situations. However, every type needs to tell people a taste of what they'll get when they open up, in the context of what you do, obviously. These might be a question which you dive into further in the email. It might be that same question, but framed as a statement. It could be a number item which you outlay in your email. So maybe six ways to style a white denim jacket. And the email is about your new style of jacket and what it can be worn with, including your items and some street style photos. That title is more enticing than introducing our new white denim jacket, for example. If your email is about your story and how you got there, explain that in the title, how I, whatever. You might also try email subject lines about their responsibility. So the morning routine you need to have a more productive day or the secret you need to know to XYZ. Email titles are sort of like headlines in that they draw you in, but clickbait where your email contents don't really line up with the subject line and people are left deflated is a slippery slide to mass unsubscribing or disengaging. You might also use a how to do X type of subject line if your email is informative and explains a process of how to do something. Within your emails, you want to provide only content to serve. Try not to sell anything to anyone for a solid 10 emails and only to those who open and click through on those re-engaging emails you sent previously. If you're a fashion brand and your emails feature your products, just do it in a not-so-salesy way. In Australia and New Zealand, we have a fashion brand called DeCuba. Their emails are literally just a lifestyle image and a whole bunch of products and a whole long thread about a related topic. So animal prints or uh, coats or denim jackets it's just all of their products in a page sort of like a category that's selling giving styling tips sharing user generated imagery is serving giving people a way they can learn how to wear and style your products is helpful because you are giving them advice and helping them to create outfits the types of emails that decuba sent out are to their engaged people these are people who open the emails more regularly so that's a different type of content 
This is why sometimes it's better to not try and emulate your competitors or bigger people in the market because their email lists are designed to be more generic, more general. They send out the same email to everyone, not segmenting it in different ways. Yes, you might help them spot a hole in their wardrobe that you can fill, but you aren't just throwing products at them left, right and centre. If they have a white denim jacket already, they're going to use the one they have at home, but they might like that skirt that you show it with, and eventually buy that to pair with that white jacket. That's great, but it's not the purpose of the email. Your purpose is to serve, teach, and assist. I'd also recommend you have a sequence which you ultimately put people through when they don't re-engage. This will end with the ultimate question of do you want to stay subscribed to this list? If they don't click a button that says yes, remove them from your list. If they do say yes, maybe get them to fill out a quick quiz to find out what they want to hear from you about so you can serve them up specific content aligned with their interest so you can warm them up a little bit more. Over time, your list will slowly become more engaged overall as you weed out those who aren't into it and remove them accordingly. And since with most email service providers you pay for the number of people, your spend will only be on those who are engaged. A medium audience is those people who have engaged intermittently over time or just recently, or who you have sent to infrequently. Someone who was in your hot audience but who is losing interest goes into a medium stage for a while, and as a cold audience heats up, they go through a medium phase. So it's a middle ground, but people do sometimes get stuck here and don't quite heat up or cool off completely. I'd recommend you follow many of the same tactics for your cold audience for your medium audience to get them more engaged. However, you can generally launch or sell to this group with okay results, if you do so infrequently. So let's stop for a moment and talk about calls to action. When you're serving people, you might not always have a call to action. But when you do, you have to make sure the call to action, whether that's a button or a hyperlinked piece of text, is clear and catchy. You are going to get a misread of how happy your audience are with you if your calls to action are hidden. Since this is how we track people, it's based on where they've clicked. If it's not obvious enough, people might not click it, same as if it's not enticing. And if there's more than one, you're going to lose people altogether, either at the first link or it's just going to be too overwhelming. So make each email have one call to action. Hot audiences are your most engaged subscribers. You're sending emails to them frequently and they open them and click links more often than not. These are those most likely to buy something when you pitch them. However, that doesn't mean they'll all buy, obviously, since email interest isn't always a gauge of where they are at. There's assumed average click-through rates and conversions across the world. Some people say a click rate of 2% is the average, others say that's a good percentage of people converting to an actual sale. In reality, your business will have its own average based on your following and your industry. Once your audience is mostly hot, you'll have a better consistency of opens, clicks and sales. Remember, growing a list for the sake of numbers is a quick way to pay for a bigger list, even though those people might not be the right fit for you. So don't just go down the road of saying, okay, I need 2% of people to convert, therefore I need 3,000 people and currently I have 300. You can increase your purchase percentages by having a super engaged list of uh, people in your very specific niche rather than just having a big list. So now that you might understand a bit more about the types of audiences, it's important to know that unless you just haven't been sending emails, each subscriber will fit somewhere in here, aligning with somewhere on the spectrum. 
If your email marketing software allows for it, you can set limits. So say if people haven't opened an email in a certain period, they go into a re-engagement sequence. And if they don't respond there, they go through a final query and unsubscribe sequence. If people aren't in any of your particular sequences based on interests, because they haven't shown an interest in something in a while, Continue to show them more generic broad content, serving them up content and tagging them with interest depending on what they engage in. So if you offer content on five topics and they only tend to engage with one or two of those, funnel them into content that is specific about those two areas. If you have to go through and analyze each person's data, it's gonna take forever. So if your platform of choice doesn't let you funnel people when they start to disengage, I definitely recommend you change platforms. That's all the tips I've got for you for this episode. If you have any questions, ask away in the Digital Hive podcast community. If you're not already in there, you'll find a link in today's show notes. I'd love to see you working on your email marketing, so tag me at Honeypot Digital if you post about it. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode, and if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love it if you could rate it and review it. I'll be back here, same time next week, with a new episode. Bye!